This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Vic, and you're listening to Another episode on the Mindful Experiment as every week I have someone that I may interview to dive deeper into help us into our life, to help us expand, to evolve, to help us level up in some way, shape, and form. This week I had an awesome conversation with Brooke Hazen and this was something that I truly enjoyed as a man. Um, ladies, I recommend listening to this still if you are. It's something that's going to help you for men to see something in a different realm. We talk a lot about getting into the effects of ED, getting into the addiction to porn. What does that do to a man's spirit? What does it do to his sexual drive? What does that do into his relationships? And so much more. We get into a lot of different elements that's going to help us to, for a man to level up. And for women, I recommend listening to this if you are in a relationship or even not. It's something to give you some advice to understand um, the elements of when it comes to semen retention and why is that critically important to a man's vitality, sexual energy, creative power, and so much more. But before we get into all that. Who's Brooke Hazen? He's an organic farmer, lifelong athlete, physical coach, and health and fitness enthusiast. He's a Southern California native. Brooke grew up loving the ocean and the natural world. He has affinity for the land, healthy living, and natural foods led him to study agriculture at Humboldt State. Uh, in 2001, Brooke realized his vision to grow nutritious organic farm-to-table foods under his own brand when he purchased 88 acres of pasture land in the beautiful Northern California farming region of Sebastopol. I think I got that right. He now cultivates apple, citrus, medicinal herbs, and high polyphenol olives. Walking the roads each day, he meticulously hand-tends his orchards and press award-winning extra virgin olive oil on his West Sonoma County farm and olive mill, Gold Ridge Organic Farms. His book, You Are Not Broken, a holistic guide for men and women to heal the pathways of sexual dysfunction and restore relational harmony together in his first book. Great interview. Sit back, relax. This is going to be a little different than sometimes you may have heard, but I can promise you it is going to be enlightening and it's going to help you level up whether you're a man or a woman. This is going to be amazing to tune in. So here's my wonderful interview with Brooke Hazen. Brooke, welcome to the show. 
Hey, thank you, Dr. Vic. I am excited to have you on. There's so much I want to discuss with you and just getting, you know, right before we're jumping on here, it's like, oh man, these are gonna be some fun topics. I think it's a, it's a, an epidemic we're seeing. And uh, before, you know, before I get into all that good stuff, I always love to ask my guest and is how did you get into what you're doing? What's your story? What's the backstory that got you to leading you or propelled you or inspired you to do what you're doing today? Well, it's a long story, basically, but it started several years ago. Um, you know, I, I first of all, I want to say I'm really excited to be on your show because I've been waiting a long time for this because what you talk about, the mindful experiment with, uh, you know, looking at the power of our mind and how it can negatively or positively impact our lives is the foundation, the essence of my book. Everything starts with the mind. It's Western medicine and pharmaceutical industry that it's really misled us into thinking that sex is it's just limited to our physiology and our sexual genitalia and that any sexual dysfunction which arises can just be magically wiped away with the swipe of a wand and make our lingam hard and our yoni aroused. And, but that's not how it works, actually. And they really have no clue what they're doing when it comes to sexual health because sexual our sex is largely an act of the mind. It's largely a neurological act. And any sexual behaviors... Uh, choices and consequences we make reach far beyond just the confines of our physiology and our sexual genitalia and has the power to actually impact, to transmute, transform, impact all areas of our life. You know, when it's positive, we can actually resolve and heal um, erectile and sexual dysfunction. It can also be a launching pad, uh, an impetus for really strong physical fitness and physical health. It can actually create deep, meaningful, connective relationships, and it can create success in our careers and our passions in life. Um, so when it's a negative impact, it actually can create massive dysfunctions in all areas of our life. And that's actually what we're seeing today. We're seeing an epidemic of, of erectile sexual dysfunction uh, largely for men, due to pornography usage and our sexual behaviors. Um, we're seeing uh, really an epidemic of relational dysfunction and really a dysfunction of the mind. It all starts with our mind and our energy, and we just don't recognize that enough today when it comes to reductive medical approach to medicine. <clears throat> no, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of these things where... Um, it's amazing on the power of the mind and how it plays a huge role. And we're just starting to understand. I mean, we've got science coming in now to finally kind of support these things before I was like, Oh, it's just my, this is that woo woo stuff. That's that's, or it could be spiritual stuff. And now it's like, no, there's actually science that's backing up a lot of this stuff. And it's like, Holy cow, they're actually right from the beginning. When we, when we look at, you know, erectile dysfunction in itself, you know, I remember when I, I have men are so hard to bring this up. I mean, I have patients who would have it. And it was always something that it would be like, you know, like at the end of a consult, well, doc, I don't know if you can help with this, but I don't even want to mention it. And it's like, is it related to your health? They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, let's, let's talk about it. And they'd be like, we know I have, you know, sometimes a little, a little hard for me to either get hard or hold. And I was like, okay, how long have you been noticing that? And I just totally, I mean, it is what it is. And, you know, but it was, it's always interesting. It's always been, or it would show up later. Like sometimes they wouldn't even mention it to me. And then like a month or two or three months down the road, they're like, hey, doc, I got to ask you a question. And they're like, and they, they get closer to me. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be something that they don't want nobody to hear about. Because uh, yeah. my rooms are semi-private, but you can overhear conversations sometimes. And so they'd be like, does this help with, you know, getting here? And they do this whole hand thing. I'm like, what's the hand thing? And I'm just messing with them now. And uh, they'd be like, yeah, they, you know, can it help with, you know, I hate to, you know, having erection and all this in my sexual life. I was like, absolutely. And they're like, because it has. And I was just curious. And I was like, why didn't you mention that in the first place? So how do we dis demystify this so that, yeah. you know, we can well, open open up that dialogue? Yeah, I'm going to get to that. But I just can't, that's a great point because men are petrified right now. And, you know, the problem is, is that um, a diagnosis of erectile dysfunction for men today is essentially a sexual death sentence, the way Western medicine is approaching it. We're handed a lifetime prescription of pharmaceutical EG drugs with no plan to regain a vibrant, healthy sexual function ever again. So it's no wonder men don't want to talk about it because there's no solutions for them and they're petrified in submission. 
by these draconian and archaic measures of Western medicine and pharmaceutical industry. And that's exactly why when I went through this own um, terrifying, uh, humiliating, and really um, disempowering approach that they made me think I was going through, that I made, I received my own healing miracle from God. And I made a promise several years ago, excuse me, that I would, um, sorry, it's a little bit earlier, that I would, I would write um, this book because I wanted to um, provide a pathway for men out of this where they didn't have to go through the same suffering as, as I was going through. Um, So, yeah, uh, that's what I did. And, um, you know, Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry really have zero interest to provide real solutions and get to the root source of the problem. And the moment that we actually start to empower ourselves and get to the root source of the problem, this poses a direct threat to the billions of dollars that they make off just offering only two solutions, pharmaceutical ED drugs and, sorry, pharmaceutical ED drugs pharmaceutical drugs and surgeries. That's all they supply. You know, um, Western medicine, the pharmaceutical, pornographic, and the insurance industries are the richest corporations on earth. They actually profit off of our diseases, dysfunctions, imbalances, and addictions. And pharmaceutical ED drugs provide only a small sliver of recourse targeting just our our cardiovascular function of our blood vessels and jumpstarting nitric oxide beyond what we're capable of producing naturally from within. And this creates debilitating side effects because it induces blood flow to not just the lingam, but to all parts of our body because it's interconnected. So this includes the heart, the brain, the muscles. And also they have diminishing and and failing, eventually failing results for two reasons. One is that we're never getting to the root source of the problem. So that continues to go unaddressed and progresses underneath the surface. And secondly, as would happen myself, and millions of other men right now, I was being misdiagnosed and misprescribed blood flow inducing medications when I didn't have a blood flow issue. I had a neurologically based form of ED. It's basically an ED of the mind and our energy. And this is called porn induced erectile dysfunction or PIED. It's the fastest growing segment of ED we see today and a predominant one. And Western medicine has no idea what to do with it. So they just misdiagnose and misprescribe they really don't want to even know about it anyways. Um, But the solutions for these two, for this form of ED is simple and easy. It's just letting go of this addiction to this, this behavior of pornography and also semen release. So I basically identified three major forms of ED we see today. And, um, you know, due to this, um, this miracle I received from God, I was actually led on the most unbelievable, unexpected and beautiful journey of, natural healing, growth, learning, and massive transformation, not only of my sexual health to levels I could have never imagined, but also my overall physical, uh, relational, mental, and emotional health. And I was showed how this is all inextricably interlinked, and it's interlinked by the power of our mind and our energy. You know, I just want to encourage all the listeners right now to ask this question, what is it that's holding you back from becoming the ideal version of yourself you're truly meant to be in life? Because there's something blocking that, isn't there? There's something either an external or an internal block or, or both. Well, I just want to encourage everyone to just let go the way I let go and, and open yourself up to the power of the mind, you know, um, let go of the blocks that come from our fears, the myths and misconceptions, the um, peer pressure from friends, family, society, and culture, and the addictions and negative habits that keep us blocked by just simply letting go of our um, addiction to pornography and semen release, allowing our mind to heal, our energy to heal, our, our neurology and our chi sexual energy to return to healthy levels. <clears throat> this becomes the launching pad, the foundation for massive transformation in our lives. Um, where we can, it's the key to unlocking the unlimited potential of our mind, where we can do anything we put our mind to. Um, you know, dopamine is our drive, determination, will, and motivation to become the ideal beings we're truly meant to be in life. And chi sexual energy is our life force. It's our, it's our, both our sexual and our overall physical energy that moves through us, has the power to create new life, and create our own life. When we talk about biohacking, that's like the cutting edge of, of natural medicine today. 
And my book is full of one biohack after another. It's really one great giant biohack. I cover all aspects. I cover our, our mind, our energy, as well as our physiology. <clears throat> but we don't talk enough about our mind and energy, um, the powers, the gifts that we've been given with that. Because I can assure you that with, with the transformations I went through um, and the hundreds of thousands of other men that have just simply let go of this addiction to pornography and semen release um, and practice semen retention. Um, this is truly the two most powerful biohacks on the face of the planet. It's more powerful than all the superfoods and ED medications combined. You know, but I've really identified three major forms. The first is porn-induced erectile dysfunction, as I mentioned. We are now at the end of a massive two-decade-long experiment on the minds and neurology of the global population with free internet pornography. And we're now seeing the results of this experiment. They're coming in and we're seeing, it's terrifying. It is harrowing. We're seeing an entire generation of young men as virgins unable to have the first sexual experience of their lives and engage in any meaningful connective relationship. Now, can you imagine for a second, the horror of coming to age sexually where you're ready to engage in sex with a real human? And realizing you can't, and you may never be able to, and you're relegated to the dungeons of a fantasy of a, an iPad or a computer device. That's what's happening. We're actually, on an epidemic level, we are threatening the, to rip the very fabric. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, so earlier, rip the very fabric of our civilization, our, our neurology, our relationships, and our mind apart and we're and men are actually experiencing um a impotence of to life really itself you know the second form of ed we see today is really always linked with the first form it's um practiced with pornography it's called i call it energetic ed and this really comes it's been practiced in the east for millennia but it recognizes that um by releasing our semen too often it depletes our chi sexual energy and this actually causes a sexual fatigue and exhaustion. Um, but the solutions for the two for first forms of BD is simple, easy, and free. It doesn't cost us a cent, and it doesn't make Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry a cent, which is why they don't want to really hear about this. Um, but we are empowered to resolve these two first forms of BD. Not only that, but we're, we're the only power capable of this. Even if we want to keep handing over our power to Western medicine and the pharmaceutical industry, they cannot resolve this for us. We actually have to go inside our own individual heart and soul and find that strength to just simply let go. Let go of this addiction to watching, caging, and pornography and similar virtual imagery and practice semen, semen release, semen retention. That's it. That's all it takes. And then you are well on your way to massive transformation in all areas of your life. This is truly a powerful powerful biohack that we're not being taught. But the third form of ED is, needs no introduction. This is organic ED. We're really hyper-focused on this on purpose because Western medicine, the pharmaceutical industry, want us to think that every form of ED is blood flow restrictive ED because they just chanced upon, by accident, by the way, these blood flow inducing pharmaceuticals. And so they want us to be in fear and disempowerment and think that that's the only solution. But Actually, the number one diagnosis with ED should always be, um, first of all, how often do you release your semen to pornography? When I see men in, in, in line at these sexual clinics with an iPhone in the back of their pocket, I want to scream out, it's in the back of your pocket, man. It, that's the source of the ED. You are young. You have no blood flow issues. You're healthy. This is an ED form of the mind and of energy. And all we have to do is look at that. And that's exactly why I wrote this book was to wake people up that once we just look predominantly first at our, at our mind and our energy, we can resolve most of the ED that's happening today. And not only that, but we need to first look at that in order to find out if we even have blood flow restrictive ED. And even that, we can't resolve blood flow restrictive ED if we don't first resolve the two first forms of ED. But we need to be clear that pharmaceutical ED drugs and even these nitric oxide producing boosters that are natural, that mimic the same nitric oxide production pathways, the pharmaceutical drugs are not resolving anything. 
there are no curative powers in these pills. We're depending on them for a lifetime. Uh, a pill can never replace true healing. True healing comes from making those sometimes difficult lifestyle behavioral changes in conjunction with natural healing modalities. But I actually get to the root source of all three major forms of ED. The first two are simple and easy and free. And the second one, blood flow restrictive ED, I actually harnessed the power of my mind when I started making these, these, these simple behavioral changes to actually research deeply how to get to the root source of blood flow restrictive ED, of organic ED. Organic ED really refers to physiological ED that comes from blood flow restriction or arteriosclerosis, that's the same thing, um, and or from hormonal. It could also be from radical pelvic surgery or in impacts, um, and we could use stem cell PRP for that. But with blood flow restrictive ED, I, I asked a simple question, how can we empower our own body to intelligently produce nitric oxide from within, whenever and wherever we want it. So we're no longer dependent on this mechanical, uh, awkward, and really crazy idea of reaching for a pill every time we want to make love for the rest of our lives. No, that's completely unacceptable. And I, I reject it. There is no need for it. We can, I have solutions for all these, you know, I basically got to the root source of, of blood flow restrictive ED and now find myself in the humbling position of being possibly the only person I know of, maybe even in the world, that's just laying out a concise, clear, simple and easy, holistic, curative and preventive solution for blood flow restrictive ED. Also, in addition to porn-induced erectile dysfunction, energetic ED, there's a protocol we can follow that this is not confusing. Western medicine and, and the pharmaceutical industry wants to, us to make us think that this is confusing, that um, we're disempowered, and they gaslight us. They want to point every other direction. Oh, it's in your head. Oh, it's this or that. It's blood flow restrictive. Instead of getting to the root source of the problem, because they really depend on a steady stream of the sick and infirm and um, the sick and dysfunctional um, in order to continue to enrich themselves. But basically what with the blood flow restrictive ED real quick, we won't have time to go into that too much depth, but um, I just simply... Um, looked at the root source, which comes from free, ra free radicals, which ravage our endothelial system, and identify that and eliminate that, um, provide lifestyle changes like in our diet. And then I also, through IV therapy, which is really the cutting edge of naturopathy today, and I believe the wave of the future, we can, get, we can heal so many different types of illnesses, and, but also with arteriosclerosis and blood flow restrictive ED, a couple ID. I, uh, IVs, um, EDTA, and Plaquex. And um, I, I offer in my book so many different other organic healing modalities too that we don't have time to go through because we really need to focus first on, again, porn-induced erectile dysfunction and energetic ED. That's where we should be focusing. We are being misled to think that everything is just blood flow restrictive ED, and we're just too focused on that. Yes, some people have blood flow restrictive ED. Yes, and this can also enhance our, our sexual function if we don't have blood flow restrictive ED. And that's part of why I offer that in the book. And that's why I went learned that because I want to enhance my own sexual function beyond just having um, a healthy mind and neurology and energy. So I looked into this and, but really we focus too much on it. We should start first with porn-induced erectile dysfunction, and energetic ED. Those are the 10,000-pound elephants in the room that we're ignoring. Just want to take a quick break here and just share with you, if you've been enjoying this episode, please do me a huge favor and just share it with a friend, a family member, someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are. If this is your first time listening to the episode, please subscribe if you haven't done so already. It allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It, it helps expand our reach and our mission out there and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. 
I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, just the essence of what porn does to the mind and intimacy issues and relationships. And uh, it creates this whole fantasy in our head instead of, you know, embracing and appreciating what we have in front of us in the real world um, can lead to so much of that and, and so much more. Um, I love how you brought up EDTA because, you know, it's one of the things where I had a doc I was talking to one time I interviewed and he, he was he does some sort of shock therapy to helps break up the calcium. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know, Hey, you can also do EDTA that helps wonderfully, uh, this strip, you know, calcium out, especially in our, in our arterial sclerosis, our, our arterial, um, uh, arterial, arterial sclerosis. And, um, <clears throat> it was one of those things where, um, yeah, I mean, big pharma, it's all sick care. That's what they're into. There's massive infinite money. I mean, you just look at 30, 40 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, actually now, uh, before you had something to give you a drug and then they work, manage it with the drug. And then eventually you don't need to take it anymore. Now there's all perpetual, uh, perpetuity drugs where it's just, here you go. Taking that for the rest of your life. Here you go. Taking that for the rest of your life. And uh, they'll never solve the problem. And I like where the the, the aspects of where you go with this, um, looking at it from those different angles, because it is, you know, mind first before any anything else. My, my next question, though, is because you brought something up, which I do agree. I've heard this before. Well, it's actually one of the laws of the body. So a lot of there's three laws to the body, main ones. And one of them is um, what you don't use, you lose. Right. We've all heard that one. The second one is, is what you abuse, you lose. And that's what you were bringing up there when you're releasing too much semen too often. Is yeah. sex also the same thing? Where if you're having too much sex, lower energy levels can kick in? Well, the the the, the energetic ED, which comes from re releasing our semen too often, is its own distinct form of ED. So whether we're practicing it too much with pornography or too much with a human, with our partner, that you're going to have the same... Um, <clears throat> dopamine effect, uh, dopamine crash. Um, you know, basically what I'll, I'll explain porn induced erectile dysfunction and energetic ED basically, you know, uh, we don't talk about our neurology enough when it comes to sex, but in order to get aroused and stay aroused and gain an erection and maintain an erection during the entire course of making love, we absolutely must honor and respect our neurology. We can't uh, maintain that or gain that without a healthy mind, a healthy neurology, specifically healthy dopamine levels and receptors. But also porn-induced erectile dysfunction is what I call an arousal displacement dysfunction. It's where we're taking our arousal for a real connected partner and we are displacing it and placing it over into a fantasy, pixels on the screen, pornographic imagery. Um, but it's never just static with that. It's actually once we displace it to pornography, it's constantly escalating in order to get the same dopamine hit as before because our dopamine is constantly dropping. Our levels and receptors are being deleted out by the loud noise of, of pornography, the super stimulus. Um, we're forced to escalate the material, the graphic nature of the material, every time we release our semen to pornography uh, in order to get the same hit as before. And, and inevitably, this leads to um, for many, many hundreds of thousands of men, maybe even millions, being unable to get aroused to even pornography, at which point they usually come into the NoFap forums, nofap.com, which is an online forum of hundreds of thousands of men who have decided to quit this addiction to pornography and semen release. But the brain is really fascinating. Um, the science clearly shows that uh, the dopamine levels and receptors for um, porn users is depleted to the same chronically low levels experienced by cocaine and morphine addicts. In fact, the brain cannot even differentiate between a physical addiction to a drug and a neurological addiction to the super stimulus of pornography. Pornography is a super stimulus. A lot of people aren't aware of this because it combines two major elements together. It's very powerful. It combines first the novelty. It's that endless novelty we have now at our fingertips that we can select for each individual specific neural arousal pathways combined with the second major element semen release now i use that term semen release on purpose rather than ejaculation because men in the west just aren't aware of what semen retention actually means i wasn't aware either but we don't lose the processes the satisfaction the climax that comes from making love um, in fact all we're doing is blocking the semen from taking place in tantra we regularly practice what's called full body orgasm ejaculation without semen release. We're simply blocking 
the semen from coming out, but we can still have this amazing, actually much better enhanced sensitivity and satisfaction through semen retention. The same processes, the same climactic feelings, we're simply blocking the semen from coming out at the very last moment by using the Kegel exercises, which by the way, is a monotherapy. Um, but yeah, uh, the East has been aware of this for millennia. It's just in the West that we're incredibly naive of the immense toll that semen release takes on a male. The moment semen is released, a male will go through an intense neurological, physiological, and mental refractory period and process of replenishment in which dopamine levels crash, prolactin levels rise, even without pornography. And even just one ejaculation, this causes mood imbalance, fatigue, and distancing in the relationship and um, can actually weave up and down for up to two weeks. It's most intense for the first few days, but 80% of men statistically and 26% of women engage in pornography at least once a week. Now, um, what this means is that the majority of men right now are experiencing overlapping dopamine crashes and entering into a perpetual state of, of chronic fatigue, mood imbalance, anger, irritability, and a total inability to connect in any meaningful way in the relationship. Um, you know, the mind cannot tell the difference between a, a real connected partner and pixels on a screen. You know, we may rationalize away uh, and minimize pornography as a harmless fantasy <clears throat> on a screen, but in actuality, every time we actually release our semen to pornographic imagery, our brain thinks this is real. Our brain thinks that we are having the most incredible success at waging a highly successful campaign of mating with dozens of the most beautiful, sexy women that we could ever imagine. And this actually plays perfectly into what we call mating behavior, which mating behavior and bonding behaviors have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years in our mammalian brain. And uh, mating behavior refers to, the definition is, um, spreading maximum genetic diversity through novel mate selection. Now, <laughs> that sounds incredibly archaic, like something out of the dark ages, but, and we, th we know this really holds no value in a modern relationship, right? <clears throat> but this is in our brain. This has is, is, is been in, ingrained in there, entrenched in there. It's very powerful over hundreds of thousands of years. And men are actually practicing this and perfecting it to toxic levels today. And then they're transposing these pornographic behaviors into the relationship, which forces women two options. Either they go along with this and they play along with this really addictive, toxic mating behavior uh, and, and pretend like they're enjoying it, which they have to pretend to do, or, and that's going to end in disaster if they continue to do that because both, both parts of the couple are going to end up being poisoned and undermined and ultimately destroy that relationship. But, the other option, which I recommend for women, is to send, is to, to, to put out strong, you know, clear boundaries in the relationship that uh, toxic mating behavior, you know, based on pornographic addiction, absent of any bonding behaviors, which just focus solely on unbridled semen release, climactic driven sex, is not healthy for the relationship. Um, there's neurology behind both the pornographic addictions that we have, as well as the semen release behaviors that we have too, that we're unaware of in the West. We just have not been taught these fundamentals, you know, um, as men in the West, you know, about, and we're so afraid of semen retention. There's no more feared word in the West than when I bring up semen retention. And that's because men have no idea what they're missing out on. They misunderstand it because they haven't been taught about it. They think they're going to lose their satisfaction that they get from releasing their semen, or really they think from being able to have climax, you can still have climax, but actually the way men are practicing today with pornographic addiction, semen release addiction, they're already, because their chi sexual energy and their dopamine levels and receptors are crashing, they're already experiencing uh, decreased sensitivity and decreased uh, satisfaction. But not only that, women can are very adept. They can sniff out when a man is lacking in magnetism, drive, success, clarity, communication abilities, connectivity, and sexual performance, and they're going to run the other way. They're actually, while men are, and they're under the mirage that they are, their heads are buried in their devices, while 
engaging with dozens of other women that are a fantasy. These real women that they think they're having so much success with are just walking right by with no interest in them. So men are essentially pushing away the reality that they think they're having so much success with, and they're settling for a, a void, uh, a, an abyss that just brings them deeper and deeper into a fantasy that's going to bring them nothing, no, no satisfaction in life. And that's, you know, actually with semen retention, it's paradoxical. It's really paradoxical. We're so afraid of it. But as our chi sexual energy levels return to healthy levels and our dopamine levels and receptors return to healthy levels, essentially as we heal our mind and our energy, we experience increased sexual sensitivity and satisfaction, increased sexual performance, potency, and prolongment. Whereas, you know, when we unconsciously react and release our semen after just three to five minutes, which is the average, now we can actually, with semen retention, prolong this to 30, 50 minutes. This is our only tool to actually get some semblance of control during sex as men, where we're conscious. And, but importantly, men don't realize that women are on a different time cycle. We aren't taught this basic fact that women are there. It takes them longer to get aroused. So after the average of three to five minutes when a man is, is finished, but not only finished, on top of that, they are distancing and pulling away because of these behaviors. This leaves women not only unsatisfied, but completely perplexed and confused. And it's really not a healthy tool for both parts of the couple, you know, the man and the woman, if it is, a, you know, a heterosexual relationship. It's really not a healthy tool. But the most important benefit of semen retention of all is avoiding that dopamine crash, avoiding that mood imbalance, fatigue, anger, irritability, uh, that pulling away, the, the satiety and the distancing that is so poisonous, undermines and ultimately destroys even the best matched, well-intentioned partners. I love that. And there's so much I can extrapolate from that. But one of the things I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, because I love when you brought up, yeah, when men hear semen retention, they, they, they cringe. You know, one of the one of the questions I you know I've heard often comes is like, then with semen retention and and so forth, is there a certain frequency? Because you know, some people say, well, marriage, you, you know, when you have sex, you got to have it certain amount of time, a minimum per week, or this amount of times in a month, and um, or else it's going to be this or that. And there's so many studies that are so uh, different on so many levels. Is yeah. there a certain, and I'm just going to say semen releasing um, yeah. level to that? I know we, I know there's tantric and all that stuff, and I'm, I'm a huge yeah. fan of tantric and what it can do and and what it what it does. It's a, it's unreal. Um, yeah. But is there a certain frequency that's considered to be somewhat healthy in that way to be um, good for longevity and, and into, you know connection and all that good stuff? Well, the short answer is no, there's not really anything that makes it healthier. Now, if you do really want to, um, you know, release your semen, there are frequencies, as you mentioned, that uh, if you're younger, it's usually uh, a shorter uh, frequency. You know, it's usually around a week to 10 days when you can release your semen kind of cyclical like that. Uh, as you're older, it might go to actually two weeks. And as you get even older, it might be even less frequent. But for for actually being able to keep engaging in semen release as a practice. However, there are no actual benefits that are necessary to uh, releasing semen. Uh, and there are no actual negative consequences that our body cycles all these precious nutrients, growth factors, and hormones throughout our body like a compost machine. And so we're just simply keeping this in. We're keeping it inside our body and our brain where we can nourish, nourish our body during lovemaking and our brain during lovemaking as this chi sexual energy and, you know, all these hormones, growth factors and nutrients continue to cycle throughout our body. Um, but there's, you know, some people, there's lots of myths. That's why I say we have to get rid of the myths and misconceptions and follow the science there. There's no uh, damage to the prostate. That's all a myth. That's not scientific science-based. Um, there's no blue balls that you experience. That's, Men actually in the West are so unfamiliar with practicing semen retention that they're unused to having all this excess energy. And so that's what they freak out about. And all we have to do is breathe and just take it easy and harness and transmute that excess energy that we have into all areas of our life. That's where we get the power of our mind and our energy. 
is by taking this excess energy that we're so unused to, unfamiliar with having, that we're used to letting out all the time and focusing it on our lives. And that's where we can have so much power to create, to transmute into all areas of our life. We can actually connect more. We can communicate better. We can have better emotional availability in our relationships because we're not fatigued. We're not pulling away. Um, we're, we're not having these neurological factors taking place that are overwhelming us, you know, and physiological, mental factors that are overwhelming us. We can transmute. That's how we transmute it. We take this energy. We take this power of our mind, the mind and energy that we get from these two practices of refraining from this virtual imagery and by practicing semen retention. And we harness that. I've done that personally to where I am in the best shape of my life, better shape than I was in my teens and 20s. Um, I have the best, deepest relationships. I have the best sex. I, um, you know, have my, I wrote a book. I mean, the powers that come out of people that go through this journey of simply letting go of this addiction to pornography and semen release is unbelievable because we have such immense power in our mind and our energy that we are not harnessing. Um, but it is unbelievable. Men have no idea what they're missing out on by, by this letting go of this fantasy of this pornography. They think that they are, that this is what they want. They think that pornography and semen release is, you know, the way to go, but it's absolutely not. When you look at it, this is just bringing you down. This is not reaching your potential in life. And all you're afraid of is, are these fears. These fears, these myths and misconceptions that are blocking you. So they have no idea what they're missing out on. And I just strongly encourage men that are in the grips of this really pornographic epidemic that is enriching these corporations at the expense of your own mental, neurological, sexual, physical health and relational health to, to let go of this addiction once and for all, to just say, forget it. I'm going to look out for me now. I'm not going to uh, care about these corporations who don't care about me. They don't care if I suffer from dysfunction, from, you know, from illnesses, side effects, diseases. And I'm going to actually start making my own empowered decisions for myself. We all are capable of doing this. We just need to be given these, these ideas and these tools that I'm giving right now in order to, to wake up and realize that we are living in a dysfunctional fantasy right now. Now I couldn't agree with you more. I remember I had a buddy of mine in high school. He was really big in the working out and he would vocally be like, yeah, man, I don't masturbate. And I try to keep sex one, less than once a month because, because I heard it messes with my growth and strength and all that. And I, I'm not, I need to keep that going. And I was always like, that's so funny. Well, I'm going to take that step further if you don't mind, because no, what he's saying, this is really important because you don't have to disengage in sex. All you have to do is practice semen retention, and then you can have sex as often as you want and not have any diminishment in your physical fitness, your relationship connectivity, your mental acuity, your emotional balance, your success in life. That's what the East has figured out. This is actually success in the East. They, the reason they don't release their semen is because they can actually experience increased financial success, increased success in their careers and their passions in life. Because you're given this whole edge, you're, you're all this energy and this your power of your mind is coming back. That's essentially what we're doing is we're resensitizing and rewiring. It's a process that takes about six months um, at least, um, but it actually continues. It sometimes could be as long as two years, but usually it's six months to a year that you rewire and resensitize neurologically, physiologically, mentally. Um, when you quit pornography addiction and you, and you practice no PMO, which is no pornography, masturbation, orgasm for, um, for uh, you do it for 60 days or 90 days, sorry. But at the end of that 90 days, um, almost all men that successfully go through this no PMO period, no pornography, masturbation, orgasm, they, they want to continue on that pathway. They don't want to go back to this, this entrenchment they were in before. They want to continue to, transmute this into deeper relationships, which is what Dao, Tantra, Coretta have been doing for millennia by practicing bonding behaviors and semen retention. Bonding behaviors are, you know, basically um, 
just real quick there, um, deep eye gazing, deep listening, deep communicating, uh, slow building foreplay, sensual play, meaningful touch, um, caressing, embracing, holding, and honoring and respecting the heart and soul of that beautiful being you're in partnership with, rather than what's happening on a massive scale right now, which is objectifying women into sexualized body parts with the heart and soul extracted from the equation. Oh, it's so true. I got one last question before we we, we kind of wrap up because there's probably some men, even some women listening to this going, all right, so he says semen retention, but yet you still have sex and there's no, there's ejaculation, but there's semen retention. Mm, yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. So, eja- sorry, I didn't explain that. So what happens with full body orgasm ejaculation without semen release is all we're doing is at the end, we're blocking the semen from being released, but we actually, the lingam still ejaculates, but the semen is not expelled. So we still get the throbbing of the lingam, uh, the ejaculation without ejaculate, <laughs> if that makes sense. And, and we're actually still experiencing climax. We're still experiencing, and you could have multiple climaxes where you edge up and get close to climax throughout because you're, you can, this is a tool that allows us to slow down, to smell the flowers, to um, enjoy the dance that brings us closer to God, you know, um, by, and, and gets us in attunement with our partner. Now we can actually get into sexual attunement with our partner um, and get on the same time cycles. But um, yeah, we, we can still have, it, it's actually much more engaging, fuller embodiment, increased sensitivity because you're not desensitizing yourself uh, from masturbation to pornography um, and from actually semen release itself is a sort of a desensitization process. It actually decreases our dopamine, um, but it actually um, causes us to have an energetic fatigue. Um, where we lose sensitivity and satisfaction in the lingam, in our sexual areas. It sort of shrinks up and wants to recoil and, and have a, a rebounding period. It, ne- it needs to recover. So that's what they talk about with that recovery period of, you know, if you want to do it, you can have these. They figured it out like in Dow where there's like an equation where, you know, depending on your age, it could be, you know, a week. If you're younger, you know, it could be. Uh, two weeks, uh, 10 days, whatever, depending on your age. But all that, I think, is just complicating things. I mean, you don't need to do that. That's only just for people that are having trouble wrapping their minds around this new practice. Um, and, and maybe are not, you know, I had a lot of trouble, I have to say, when we talk practically about this, with partial uh, semen release in the beginning. And that's when I found out, hey, these Kegel exercises I've been practicing that are uses a monotherapy for, for mild ED actually are incredibly effective at rather than using a million dollar hold where you physically hold the semen from coming out. Um, I was having an issue with the semen coming out partially. And I was kind of frustrated with that. Once I started, I got the idea, Hey, I'm going to employ the kegels instantaneously. No problem. Basically you just, there's a point of no return where you are so aroused that and it kind of creeps up on you really fast. So this is kind of a, a, an important information I'm sharing right here is that it creeps up very fast. And so once that you realize, oh, wow, this, this just hit me fast, you immediately start the Kegel exercise, which is I go in, into my book. It's basically the three points, the uh, surrounding muscles around your lingam, the anus, and in between. It's three points, muscles that we flex um, twice a day, different standing, sitting, lying down. But when you're engaged in lovemaking, um, you can just flex those muscles because they become strong. And that'll simply block that semen from coming out, at which point you will experience an ejaculation, but the semen will not be expelled. Um, you know, of course, a little bit of semen might come out during pre-com or during the process, but um, that's fine. Like that, you're not going to go through this intense dopamine crash, um, you know, with that, you're, you're still going to be fully wholesome. Um, you're not going to experience that refractory cycle. No, that's why I want to make sure just the listeners heard that. So they knew, cause I understood what you were saying, but I want to make sure they knew. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, no, I think it's, it's definitely a different approach. And I think it is something that, you know, it makes sense. I mean, dopamine is we, we are, I mean, just look at social media and what it does to our mind or our phone does to our mind with dopamine and, and diminishing it. And that, there's so many things that affect it. And I can uh, appreciate the approach you're taking. How can people get your book, follow what you do and keep up with all the work that you're doing? Thanks. Um, yeah, well, I have my YouTube channel. I actually have my own um, audiobook and my own voice on my YouTube channel, Brooke Hazen, You Are Not Broken. That's B-R-O-O-K-E-H-A-Z-E-N, You Are Not Broken. I also have the links on my website, along with resources. Um, for um, It's on brookehazen.com. And then I have the paperback with all the different um, scientific studies. I have a lot of beautiful scientific studies to back all this up. On my um, on Amazon, I have those links on my website also. Um, but yeah, I encourage everyone to get the free audiobook. I have lots of other um, videos and stuff on on my on that channel, YouTube channel, and that's kind of where I'm focused right now is on um, building up that YouTube channel so that I'm not really attached to necessarily making money off this book. I just want to get this information out. You know, I have my own career where I'm financially stabilized, and um, you know. This is just something I'm giving back. I am basically made this promise to God that I would go through and do this. And I've been, it's been really the best journey of my life. I've, I've, I, I will always, always remember this process I've gone through that started out in the darkest night, but became the brightest light. Amen, brother. I love that. I mean, I, I can relate. That's why I write, <clears throat> I write books. I can care less about the best-selling title or this or that. It's just to get that information out there. It's a service uh, that I yeah. see giving to, you know, humanity and so forth. So uh, I appreciate, I appreciate you taking time to jump on, man. This was a lot of good stuff. I love the, uh, the information and the wealth of knowledge there. This is going to pretty rattle some people's brains. I know it will, if you're in the West, uh, yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of stuff that you're sharing that is really, really true in my own background, understanding of Eastern philosophies and so forth. It totally aligns with the Chi and everything. And, uh, um, yeah, appreciate your time, man. It, it helps to remember that this has been practiced for thousands of years in the East. So this is not new. It's just new for us in the West, but it helps to know that. But yeah, thank you for having me on, Dr. Vic. I really appreciate it. It's been a great experience. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time... Keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.